welcome to the Turkey Hunter Podcast with me, your host, Andy Galliano. In this podcast, I share with turkey hunters just like you how to have more turkeys on your hunting property and how to have more successful turkey hunts. I teach you how to do this with tips and interviews with turkey hunting pros, wildlife management tips, and entertaining turkey hunting stories. Tune in weekly as I share proven and simple strategies to help you have more success this turkey season. Make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe to receive free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews. Also, please visit and like my Facebook fan page. Go to Facebook and search I Am Turkey Hunting. And also feel free to post your turkey hunting photos from this past season and let us know where and when you killed your bird. For all of you Twitter users out there, please follow me on Twitter where my handle is at turkeyhitman and I will be sure to follow you back. And now, for this week's show. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of the Turkey Hunter Podcast. You are listening to episode number 254, A New Hampshire Turkey Hunt. And I am your host and the guy who is going to try to get a work day at the hunting club done this weekend. I need to get those work days finished up so that I can concentrate on, well, work, football, work, doing some chores around the house, work, football, you know, the priorities in life. Today we are 191 days, 11 hours, 31 minutes, and one second away from opening day of spring turkey season in Alabama. 191 days, just over six months. I already know these six months are going to fly by. They always do. The last six flew by because six months ago I had the shakes because we were a mere three or four days away from opening day of spring turkey season in Alabama at that point. And it seems like it was yesterday. It really does. Hey, I've got a pretty interesting and different episode for you guys today. I've got some audio from a hunt in New Hampshire from this past spring. New Hampshire was the last state that I killed in on my big out-of-state trip this year. And our first day in New Hampshire was, it was interesting to say the least. So let me kind of lay out this piece of property that we were hunting. This particular piece of property is a very big agricultural field. It's about 60 acres and it's triangular shaped. And on one side of this triangular field is a river. And this section of the river runs north to south. And that is the longest side of this triangle. And according to Onyx, this side of the field along the river is about 1,200 yards long. At the northernmost corner of this field, the line of the field runs south and east about 500 yards. It corners again and runs back to the starting point about a thousand yards. It's a pretty darn big field. And the way this field lays out is that the vast majority of timber around this field is on about the southern 10 acres of this field is where the biggest block of timber borders this field. And we actually had been spotting turkeys in this field over the past couple of days as we were driving around. Now, we weren't hunting in New Hampshire at that point. We were just riding around. We'd go into town to eat, 
or going to buy beer, whatever it happened to be. But we would drive past this field and we would see turkeys out in it, strutting turkeys with non-strutting girl turkeys with them. So we had a pretty good idea that there were turkeys in the area. (laughs) We had a pretty good idea of where the turkeys were hanging out in this field. We knew that they were hanging out in that southernmost 10 acres or so of that field around the timber. And now Chip and I had really about two mornings, not two full mornings, but two mornings of hunting that we were going to be able to do in New Hampshire for us to try to each get a turkey there. Our first morning in New Hampshire was our last full day of our trip. Our second morning in New Hampshire, we had to be on an airplane around noon. Now, the law in New Hampshire says you can only hunt until noon. So we knew we only had those two mornings to get it done. One full morning and whatever piece of a morning we needed or could put together for our last day of the trip. Now, Chip and I didn't have a guide for this part of the hunt. New Hampshire was not part of our original plan when we were planning our trip to the Northeast. And so we found someone who knew this property, who had hunted it before, and knew that block of timber on the southern part of that triangular-shaped ag field. And this guy joined us this particular morning on our hunt. So we arrive at this field way before daylight, maybe an hour before you might even consider seeing dawn's crack. And it was foggy that morning as well. And so we come into the easternmost corner of this triangular shaped field and we walked about 60% of the way towards the southernmost corner of the field. And this is a side of the field that I told you is about a thousand yards long. So we probably walked 600 yards down that field edge and we just stepped back into the woods. There is this log pile piled up. Gosh, I bet you it was 12 feet tall. (laughs) And I crawled up to the top of this log pile and sat down and closed my eyes to catch me a little nap. Well, it wasn't terribly long before Dawn started to show her crack and we heard turkey gobble off in the distance. And the turkey gobbled, I don't know, two or three times, I think. And the guy that was with us was sitting down at the bottom of the log pile. Chip and I were sitting at the top of the log pile. And he kind of looks up there at us like, hey, did you guys hear that? And we told him that we heard it and that we probably just needed to sit there and see if there were any turkeys any closer to us roosted along the field edge before we started walking down that direction. So that's what we did. We sat there for a little while longer. Now, remember, it's foggy and it's still pretty dark. And... The only gobbling that we heard was coming from the direction of the very southernmost corner of the field. In fact, the gobbling was off of the field, on the edge of the river, around a little bend in the river, beyond the southernmost corner of this field. So after waiting for a little while to see if there were any turkeys roosted along the field edge between us and the southernmost corner of that field, we decided we'd go ahead and make our move in the direction of where we heard the gobbling coming from. So we walked almost down to the southernmost corner of the field. 
and we felt like the turkeys that were roosted beyond the southernmost corner of the field were going to fly down and coming to the field. So we decided we would sit there on the edge of the field and see if one of those turkeys would come our direction for us to be able to get a shot. So the guy that was with us that knew the property said, look, I'm going to sit back here away from you guys a little bit because he wasn't hunting. He didn't have a gun. He was just showing us the property. And he said, I'll just sit back here and I'll call a little bit and see if those turkeys will come in and maybe they'll walk down the edge of the field that we're sitting against and give you guys an opportunity for a shot. So that's what we did. We left him probably 100 yards from the southernmost corner of the field along the edge of the woods and Chip and I walked on down another 50 yards or so. And now where this block of woods is, the topography is pretty interesting. So you come out of this river bottom where this ag field is, and when you get to the edge of the field, which is the edge of that block of woods, the elevation increases. And I'd say it's probably a 50-foot elevation change, and it terraces, and then it goes up another 50, 75 feet, and it terraces again, and it goes up maybe another 50 or 75 feet, and it terraces again. So there's three different terraces on this piece of property. After the third terrace, it goes up and it plateaus out. You're at the top of a hill, and there's a big field up at the top of this hill after you climb those three terraces. And of course, at this point in time, Chip and I don't know that that's the lay of the land. All we see is this first terrace. So it's a pretty steep incline to get to that terrace. And the edge of that terrace is not far off of the edge of the ag field, maybe 20 yards. So we decided we would just climb on up to that first terrace. So we climb up there and we're sitting on the terrace and we can hear some turkeys getting a little bit closer to us. We hear some yelping a little closer to us than when the turkeys were roosted. So we knew that the turkeys had flown down and we thought that they were coming our direction, that they were coming into that southernmost corner of the ag field. So after we'd been sitting there for about 20 minutes, we see two turkeys come in to the field, and they walk up to a puddle in the very southernmost part of the field, and they start drinking some water. Well, I ease my binoculars up and look, and it's two jakes. So Chip and I are looking at the jakes, we haven't really even said a word to each other at this point, but we're watching the Jake's drink and we're thinking, okay, that Tom that was gobbling back in there with those Jake's and the hens are all going to come out into this field and get them a drink of water. That puddle where they're drinking is about 60 yards from where we are. It's a pretty good little stretch. So we're watching these Jake's drink water and I realized... I haven't turned on my recorder to record anything for you guys. So I reach in my pocket and I turn on the recorder. I put the recorder back in my pocket and I'm going to play the audio for you guys from the very beginning after I pressed record on the recorder. Yeah.
pig hunt. Somebody's parked by my truck, Nick said. Somebody must have walked in the field, he must have spotted Where did he come from? No earthly idea. But he was walking towards those jakes. So, John says that there's a truck parked yeah. up there, and maybe he saw that person walking down. Who would park next to the vehicle and come come in here hunting? People don't have any sense. People don't have any sense. People don't care. It's cold. Just adrenaline, you know. No, I'm cold. 
pretty long shot. Look at but you're right, look at those feathers. Something's wrong. He's a dead bird, he's a good one. Somebody. What was he <coughs> No, I was sitting still. He never seen me. I, you know, I'm looking down in here. So two jakes had just come out. I never seen and, him. And you see, so I'm watching those two jakes, and I hear the putt. Maybe think, he was putting at them. And I think, yeah, um, he may have been. Or he may have seen me. I'm sitting there thinking it's the Jake, so I'm not even really locked in. Yeah, yeah. And I hear Andy. <coughs> Yeah. And so I cut my eyes, and he was walking through an opening right there. I was, I'd stood up because my ass was hurting. So much. <laughs> but I was, sta I was standing up, and I just dropped on the tree, just like I was deer hunting and shot. Nice job. <laughs> what I'm doing is I'm looking here too. But you know what? Nick just texted me. He says I can't even see the tree line, right? Because yeah. he went over there, and I was just ready to text him. Now, at the corner of my eye, I see him walking over here. Yeah. And I went, oh no! So I'm going to get into a text to you, mm -hmm. and then he goes, Pick! and I'm going, oh, you got to be kidding me! He did he see me, my fingers? Because the only thing that moved was my fingers. I never seen these guys because I the way I was sitting was in. You know, I was pretty deep. A, a turkey gobbled while we were standing. Did you hear yeah, a turkey? Yes, I did. Just gobble. He's up there. It looks like there's, there's a, a shelf. It is. And I think that shelf is that first shelf that comes out. Then it goes up and goes the next. I'm, I'm guessing. But that was the first bird I heard this morning. Look, and when we came down here, there was one here. Now, I don't know if that might have been the two Jakes. To be honest, he had a good gobble had this morning. Good so gobble. I don't think it was a I don't Jake. Think it was either. No. Uh -oh. How's his spurs decent? Yeah, he's yeah, a three year old. He see. looks just like that. Oh, sweet. Oh, my God. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> One more. We need you, brother. Nick's been learning around. He says he hasn't seen much because of the fog. Yeah, he can't see anything. Walk right up here and I was going to say that. Why don't we just kind of set there, your brother off to the side? There's a nice little cut. That you can go right up there. Now, I was looking earlier. I think that he's heading to that field. That other field? Yeah. Right yeah. Yeah, I think he's going up to. Alright, this thing keeps so messing who up. Do I don't you know think why. he's parked up there? I don't know. Nick said he didn't think the way he parked. Like, that's what I was doing. I was having dialogue with him. He's like, hey, I just went by and there's a guy parked. I don't think he's in your truck, so you might have company. And I was just, you know, I texted him back, well, what the hell, maybe he didn't, but if he did, that's kind of rude. Mm -hmm. And I look, and there's the bird walking across mm -hmm. this thing, and I'm like, you got, I seen his oh, beard he came, swinging. He came from down He there came from somewhere. way down there, somewhere. And I seen the beard swinging, but then he putted, and I'm like, Oh, don't tell me he's seen my fingers, but I think he putted it to Jake's then because... He could have, or he could have seen me. Really? Because I was sitting next to him, not on a tree. Oh. But I, I was 
you all camoed up. Huh? I don't think I wasn't moving. I know he couldn't have seen me too because I was ducked in behind. I had a lot you of brush on my you side. Were you were hitting we pretty well. We weren't anticipating anything. Heck no. <laughs> that, that threw me off when I went like this and I caught the movement out of my eye and then I seen his beard swing it and I went. <laughs> but anyways, here's here's what I'm looking at I before. I want to get a picture with this turkey with the Connecticut oh, River in the background yeah. and right now it's not a good time to do that. <laughs> I mean, you can't even see I know. He, well, he just told me he was just sitting over there, and he said, "John, I can't even see the tree line across." Yikes! We're getting water out of it. Yeah, they were I drinking out of there. See it. it was like I said. I was pretty well dipped up in there, and the only thing I could see is barely this corner right here, because I had a bunch of stuff on my but right hand you know, side. You know, the turkey gobbled. Um, right before I shot, gobbled up. Yes, I heard it. Well, as soon as he gobbled. I looked out here and those two jakes were coming out. <laughs> and I told Andy, turkeys, turkeys, here they come. And so I'm watching them and all of a sudden I hear a putting. That's and, him. And if Andy hadn't have said Tom, I'd have been. <laughs> Good job, Andy. Hey, wake up, Chip. That one, that one word, that one word went. <laughs> <laughs> Put you on edge, yeah. didn't Even though your name's not Tom, it woke you up. <laughs> Well, me, I'm sitting there going, I gotta pee, and I'm ready to roll off my chair and yeah. piss on the side. <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna take a pee now. But like yeah, I said, we've got that field. It's yeah. straight up. Yeah. I think they went to Let's it. Let's go in this little cut right here. And walk down be right up there on this. Listen, a hen, actually, a hen just flew down before. Yeah. And then another one just came down. Like, so they're just not five out minutes, of tree. Not five minutes ago, they were roosting right above me. Mm -hmm. One cackled out first, and he went with her, I believe. I heard one here and one right above me just came out. I mean, so, literally not five minutes ago. Well, Nick said, I, I actually called Nick. I was excited. I had to call him yeah. and say, hey, bird yeah. down in New Hampshire. And he's like, yeah. So he's up at the truck, but I'm going to tell him we're going we're gonna to go up to that shelf and give it a shot to call yeah. down in there. Yeah. I didn't want to call too much because I didn't know if, if he was scared to come down or they were busting us, you know, maybe they busted us coming in. So I said, I'm just going to let them no, do I what they normally do and come to the field. I had him sitting in the tree. Yeah. yeah. Well, he came down quick. He was the first one on the ground. Yeah. When he gobbled that time, he was down on the shelf. But well, hey. It won't hurt to go up No, sir. Let's give it a shot. Still. Look at this. This is the ugliest looking wow. thing. Look at that. What? Is that in not weird? Hell? I have never seen that in all the years uh, of turkey. I've never seen it. You know, he could use some gold bond medicated powder. But you know, he was kind of ugly. Well, I mean, he was ugly use, too. I use amends, but okay, all right. <laughs> that gold bond. Burn yeah, he, <laughs> but, but, I mean, even when he was out walking across the field, I was thinking, that's an ugly turkey. <laughs> you trying to see each other? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take them all day. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, good job, man. Now we just need John to get one, and y'all can boogie, you know. And then I mean, we can get another one. Yeah. Get John one. Go. Get y'all out of here and get your butt up there. I think you'll be able to. Do, if we get one, and he gets. I think you'll be able to do main tonight. Yeah, I think. I think you're right. Have a good shot. Let me call Nick real quick and tell him we're gonna go with that. And just like that, we mark one New Hampshire bird off of the list.
The turkey that Chip shot came from the direction that we walked through the field. So it came from the northeast corner of the field where we walked in and walked straight down that tree line. Chances are we walked right past that turkey on the roost. The turkey flew down into the field, obviously saw the jakes drinking out of the puddle in the southern corner of that field and either was coming to get a drink himself or to run them off. He was by himself and after Chip shot him and we got to looking at him, we realized there was something wrong with the turkey. His underside was very sparse with feathers. I mean, it kind of looked like the top of my head. Not much there. The area between his legs, the feathers were almost just completely worn off to where there was nothing there. His feathers had an odd color to them. They were not real shiny like most toms are when, you know, they preen themselves and they get the oil and clean their feathers and it helps to make their feathers a little more resistant to water and the weather. His feathers didn't have that look to them. And we realized later on that his bottom beak was split all the way from where the beak meets his head to the end of the beak. It was split in half. It was the weirdest thing. He didn't look like he'd been shot before. He still acted like a turkey, except that he didn't gobble. And it could be that he didn't gobble because possibly he was not healthy. And because he wasn't healthy, it could be that that's why he wasn't the dominant Tom in that area. But it was just crazy how that hunt played out. The guy that was with us never even made a turkey sound after we'd sat down. He never got a chance to because this turkey walked right past him. And Chip shot him, I think, probably right at about 50, maybe 55 yards and just killed him right there on the spot. So that was kind of a crazy hunt. It was really strange. And at this point, I'm thinking that this is a trip for the history books. It really just turned out to be a killing spree. And I'm not upset about that. Hey, I hunt hard turkeys, if not the hardest turkeys in the country. A lot of people will argue that almost every single day of turkey season. Am I going to take a layup when I get one? You better believe it. And I know that Chip feels the same way. John and Brian do too. Up to this point, except for my Vermont turkey, all of these turkeys that we've killed have been layups. And I have to tell you, it just is fun. It's fun to win consistently. So as you heard, after we were standing around looking at Chip's bird and talking, the tom that was roosted with all of the hens past the southernmost point of that big ag field started gobbling pretty regularly. And he was up on one of the terraces. We thought maybe the second terrace. So we decided to get up there and get after him. And that's what we did. We walked up there. We walked up to the first terrace. We heard him gobbling. He was on the second terrace. And I was very nervous about going up to that second terrace. These woods that we had walked into were so big and pretty and open that you literally could see 200 yards around you in any direction. It was just a beautiful block of woods. 
the only real cover or concealment of our movement that we would have possibly would be the terrain. And we didn't know exactly where the turkey was that was gobbling up on the next terrace. If he was on the terrace or if he was up on the side of the next hill going up from that terrace towards the plateau at the top, we weren't 100% sure. But what we felt pretty confident in is that we were not going to call him down to us. So we had to take a chance. So we walked up to the second terrace, called, and the turkey gobbled. And I sat down, and I walked up in front of Chip about 25 or 30 yards, found a really big tree to sit up against. I parked my rear end there, got my gun propped up on my knee. Chip began to call, and I'm going to play Pretty much the entire hunt, almost uninterrupted for you guys, next week. Yep, I'm going to play the next hunt for you guys next week. And I will promise you, you do not want to miss next week's show. It's awesome. So, that is all that I've got for you guys for this week's episode. But before I cut you loose, if you would do me a favor, I would appreciate it. If you would, use the share feature in your podcast player application to share this week's episode with a couple of hunting buddies. I'd be very appreciative. You can just share it using your text message service to a couple of people in your address book who hunt, and that would be awesome. So thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. I know that you have choices. I appreciate you spending your time with us. I hope you have a wonderful week, and I look forward to seeing you again next week. Goodbye. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the Turkey Hunter podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please go on over to iTunes and leave a five-star review. And make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe for free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews to help you have a more successful turkey season. And stay tuned for upcoming episodes on hunting afternoon birds, how to film your hunt, and the breeding cycle of hens, as well as some guest interviews. Thanks again for listening. We know your time is valuable, and we appreciate you sharing some of it with us. See you next week.